Welcome to the Moon Room. <laughs> Happy Sunday, everybody. It is December 10th, uh, and the time is 1.34 p.m. A little bit of a later start to this show today. I have a good reason, though. <laughs> uh, so before I go into it, though, I wanted to mention the tarot card for the day. I draw a tarot card every day, and today the card is the sun, and it happens to be Sunday. Ah, so lovely. Yesterday's card, though, is what's really important here. <laughs> so yesterday's card was the Four of Swords, and uh, that card is all about resting, not doing anything, meditating, right? So I'm like, hell yeah, shit, <laughs> it's Saturday. I got up, and of course, y'all know how much I love 90 Day Fiance. So I spent, I've actually spent the last few days binging the latest season of Before the 90 Days. So with like Cleo and Christian, Misha and Nikolai, David and Sheila, all them. All right, so I was I was glad to get the Four of Swords yesterday because I was like, shit, like I want to just sit all day and, and watch my show, right? Y'all, yeah. I'm watching the show. First of all, there's couples in the show that I just want to send love to. I want to send love to Cleo. I learned so much watching Cleo and Christian. And before I decided to do this show, I wanted to make sure I knew what was going on and everybody, well, at least specifically them, because it's the first person who apparently is like um, autistic on the show and, or at least openly. And so it was really helpful for me to just like watch her experience. And it's very, <laughs> so similar in so many ways to my own. But the big thing that I kept noticing was that she's like an empath. And by the tell-all, which I haven't finished Today I was still binging it and I that's why the show is so late because I wanted to try and get through the whole tell-all before I started recording, but uh, it got too late in the day. So I think I have like a 20 minutes left for the last tell-all part. But so I wanted to check to see what was going on with people before I made this recording because I think the tell-all was like from October. The empath-narcissist dynamic is so very prevalent in the relationship of Cleo and Christian and I'm so glad that they are no longer together and I wish Cleo the absolute best and love so, so, so much <laughs> in her life. But the thing about yesterday though, is I was sitting watching a show and my favorite couple right now is David and Sheila. So David is, he's deaf and mute and he's from here. And then Sheila is from the Philippines and she's also hearing impaired. Y'all, their story brought like, so I'm watching it yesterday and I put my yoga mat down to like, I wanna do some stretches while I was watching it, y'all. I have never cried for another person's relationship, like ever. I'm not that person. I don't cry at Hallmark commercials or any of that shit. I broke down so hard <laughs> watching David and Sheila say goodbye to each other at the airport when he had to come back here. Y'all, like when I say so much crying, I was sitting there and I was like, what the fuck is happening to me? I never even cried for other people's shit. Like what the fuck? So then I'm like, well, maybe spirit is telling me this is opening my heart. So I'm like, grateful i'm like my cats don't understand what's going on there <laughs> they're like walking up to me and you know checking me on the mat because i'm sitting here crying and something was just like meditate so that is literally how i got to end up doing the thing that the four of swords card told me to do yesterday was to meditate it came because i ended up crying so much over david and sheila and someone's just like, lay down and just let spirit take it right thank god i did that because i laid down and the download that came through that's what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> I'm so happy about this download. So again, before we continue, I'm going to give my little disclaimer that today is going to, you know, maybe push some buttons religiously for people, hopefully not offending people culturally, but definitely going to offend some people on a spiritual or religious level to take care of yourself so you don't get offended and don't listen to this 
but if you continue to listen, blah, 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 you know. Today's episode is called Lilith and Lucifer, L and L. So I love that it's L and L. <laughs> All right, so I'm on the mat, right? And I get this massive download, a visual of Lucifer and Lilith. Okay, I wrote a lot of notes down, so I'm gonna just read it off the page. Basically, what I'm supposed to share with y'all is we know what happened with Eve, right? Like we know Eve was the first woman, or what was we all are being told that Eve was the first woman made from Adam, blah, 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 right? And has to bear children with pain and all this stuff, right? But the first one that they made was Lilith. Okay, I, when I mentioned in another episode that like Lilith and apparently Archangel Samuel, which now we know is Lucifer, he and she had children and their children are supposedly deemed as demons, incubus and succubus or incubi and succubi. So what an incubus is, is a male demon that apparently comes to you in your bed and has sex with you in your sleep. That's like typically the the um, definition of it and it's been like tracked all the way pre-christian pre-alt like it's been it's in so many people's folklores in the whole world right so that's an incubus and then a succubus is the female version of that so a woman that comes to a man in his sleep and has sex with him right okay <laughs> i'm just supposed to share well okay so so now what do we know though about dna the human genome says that all humans come from like the san people are the oldest they have the oldest dna in the world so a black a black woman is what they say all people came from, right? Take this only if it resonates. This is the big thing. Only take this if it resonates. For people, if it don't resonate with you, then it doesn't resonate with you. But for people who this does resonate with, I'm supposed to say that if you have any African DNA and you have spiritual gifts, highly spiritual gifts, if you have psychic abilities, if you, I mean, even if you're like actually on the spectrum of autism, you don't have to be on the spectrum for that, but if you have spiritual gifts in any way, like shape-shifting, anything, witchery, all that. Now, so many people who are not black have African DNA. So I'm supposed to tell y'all that like, if you have those two things, and if this resonates for you, then you potentially are the child of Lilith and Lucifer. <laughs> so what are the descriptions, essentially, like how we could describe the children of Lilith and Lucifer? What would they, they would be sexually empowered, right? Because that's what an incubus and a succubus is. They, they come to you and they come in sexual energy and they have sex, right? They are extremely spiritually powerful. They can appear in your room and then they can disappear in your room and they can appear in your dreams and they can disappear from your dreams. They are magical people, magical beings. All right, so if we put it that way, like to me, I'm not mad at the succubus. <laughs> I'm not mad at the succubus at all because that's just, I'm not mad. So many people across human history, modern times and since the beginning of time have experienced this thing of either a man, well, most times it's a man. Like when people are afraid, it's they wake up and it's like some, some demon man was there. I've not heard too much of people waking up from fear of a succubus, but I mean, I'm sure that that's probably happening for people. <laughs> Taking it back to like the beginning of like how Lilith came to be, and all of that. We know that Lilith was the first essential daughter of her Disney princess. So remember the Sumerian tales about the 14 Anunnaki women. They do all these trials. They give birth to the Adam, which I spelled it wrong the first time. The Adam, the way the Sumerians spelled it was A-D-O-M, which makes sense. Like then it becomes Adam, A-D-A-M, but it's Adam, A-D-O-M. So the Adam, the first Adams, you know, they get made and then a bunch don't work out, then the one works out. So they make him 
a partner called Lilith, but she was made equally as him, which means she was actually carried full term by whoever Anunnaki woman that carried her. And then she was birthed the exact same way that the Adam was birthed, right? So she had an Anunnaki mother. I'm supposed to say that she was the first daughter of her Disney princess. So whoever, whichever Anunnaki woman uh, birthed the, the, the successful Lilith, she was made in her, like, so Lilith was made in her mother's image. The same way we say that like, man was made in the image of God. Okay, so if we can assume that Adam or the Adam was made in the image of an Anunnaki man, Lilith, she gets birthed to look like an Anunnaki woman, but she's too powerful. Because remember the first, they'd gone through all the trials of the Adams, but by the time they start with Lilith, it's like she's ground zero. So she comes to full term, she becomes who she is, right? And then they're not prepared for this level of like powerful being that is this the first woman. They're not prepared for that, right? Because she's obviously, she's still, she has too much of her star genes turned on, like I've said before. So she was more powerful than the male counterpart, the Adam. So like Lilith, had they birthed Lilith at the same time as they birthed the like earlier Adams, the ones that didn't work out, those two would have probably been better matched. Us, one of the failed Adams that could still shape shift, that could still, you know, speak for him. So all these things like that still had his, I mean, he has free will, but like his higher self consciousness, I guess, maybe attachment. They had to slowly like deaden all that over, you know, these different trials. And so they get the Adam, but they don't expect that to necessarily be the same with the Lilith. So the Lilith comes out just as powerful as probably the first few Adams came out, but nobody expects her to escape. <laughs> That's how fucking smart this bitch is. No one expects her to escape, right? And so obviously she escapes, good for her. So the difference though between her, why I'm bringing her up and, and then gonna talk about Eve is that Eve was not, Eve had no mother. She was genetically modified from, from the Adam, from Adam. Whereas Lilith had an actual mother that birthed her. Okay, so there's a, there's a huge like kind of difference between those two. So now that Lilith escapes, she essentially is loose in the world and she's creating these incubus and succubus people, right? I'm supposed to share though, that if you feel like you are already being called to work with Lilith, then you might actually be a descendant of her. And this is like, I'm just supposed to explain like how that is, how could that possibly be that people are walking around and could potentially be descended from Lilith? I fucking know I'm, I'm descended from Lilith. Like the big thing is the shapeshifter, African DNA, spiritual gifts, but can you shapeshift? And then I'm also a bit of a succubus. I mean, I don't be coming into people's rooms or nothing like that, but like I hold that energy. <laughs> I hold the energy of sexually empowered, spiritually powerful, and also magical in some way. The big thing though is intelligence. <laughs> so Lilith had a much higher level of intelligence all around than Eve did. Why? Because Lilith was able to escape and she continued on, became what, what we now know as a demon, but we obviously know that's not actually what she was. She was just scary to the people who she came across. That doesn't mean she's a demon, right? There's another tribe <laughs> out there. The tribe of Lilith and Lucifer. Lucifer or Samael, the one who sired Cain. So you've got the line there. 
the people who come from Cain and, and the Eve. But then there's a whole other line of people out there that come from Lilith and Lucifer. So how can we track that, right? Like, so over time, when we talk about fairies and, and the, the, the old ones, every culture has their mystical beings, right? We'll say that there's like a set of mystical beings out there that exist. They're beautiful beings. They're very attractive beings. They're highly sexual beings. They're sexually empowered beings, but they're also highly intelligent so highly intelligent that they can actually perform magic. We have heard of people like that throughout all of history, but there's a set of us out there that have specifically African DNA and the ability to shapeshift with spiritual gifts. Not necessarily everybody who has those two things is specifically from Lilith and Lucifer, because, you know, I can't scientifically say that shit. You know, this is all... This is all a channel, <laughs> but if it resonates for you, and that's the big spirit wanted me to say, only if this resonates for you, if you already feel like Lilith was calling to you or you've been drawn to that way of being, especially my witches out there, you know, this would be it. This is something that, this would be a way for you to feel, to be able to see essentially your Eve because we did not all come from the Hebrew Eve. That's the big point. If we didn't all come from the Hebrew Eve, then who else did us, we potentially come from? And the first potential I'm given is Lilith and Lucifer. Now, what is an incubus, right? Like, so an incubus is a man who shows up in a woman's room with some sexual energy. And a lot of times they're saying that she's either asleep already, so he might show up in her dreams, or she's sleeping in bed and he like wakes her up to do these things, y'all. What the fuck did I just talk about young Mary? <laughs> young Mary in her room. She didn't say she was asleep, but she said some man appeared in her room. Beautiful as can be. So we could say that, you know, the incubus that come from Lilith and Lucifer were made in the image of their father. <laughs> they do the same shit he did. <laughs> just appearing in women's rooms what the fuck this is horrible oh okay yeah so that's essentially like if you think of an incubus and you call it a demon you call it a demon because we call lucifer the devil but like if you were to lay eyes on an incubus bro <laughs> i mean it might not look like a demon to you it it might look like whatever the fuck it looked like to mary for her to let it impregnate her and then go tell the town folk an angel came to you especially if you know He's coming in shining light. When people experience incubus and succubus, you see them based on where you are. So remember how I talked about the dimensions and like, depending on what dimension you're in, you can look at a person, the same person on one day and you can be like, that's such an angel. That person, is a, they do such nice things for me. They are positive. They are, um, they're kind or well, no, not necessarily kind. They're nice. They, you know, they follow whatever the stereotypical angel persona is so we'll give that you know to a person but then the next day that person might be in a whole last different mood they might have shape-shifted and now it's like oh this did today this person's a demon like fuck this person i don't you know and then you give them all the descriptions of what you would call a demon right a lot of times when we talk about demons their skin color actually the first devil even like if you look at the the devil's bible there's a huge bible that apparently was written by a monk in, in one night and he apparently made a pact with the devil and the devil gave him his image 
and gave him like this massive book to write. Google this. Google this. It exists. So the image in, the, in that Bible is the one that we usually think of when we think of the devil. I had a dream one time in Oregon and that being thing, go and look up the devil's Bible. The thing in that, it was literally at the side of my bed. I was in a dream and I was dreaming that I was in my bed and this jet black skin thing that looked like that being of off the devil's Bible was at the side of my bed, it came from under it. So it didn't stand fully on top of me. It was just his head came from it and then he just grabbed me and started to pull me off the bed. My whole leg, everything, as I was about to fall off the bed, I woke up. Girl, child, no, I went straight to my witchy therapist. I had a whole ass, like two therapy sessions over that fucking dream. So scary. She didn't even call it sleep paralysis because it wasn't sleep paralysis. I wasn't paralyzed. This was a one-time thing only where this being, I saw him come from under the bed and just start to grab me. I'll never forget his face, the terror. <laughs> I mean, I was so, so terrified for days to go to sleep, but she helped me to see that I was spiritually gifted. So she ended up helping me like get to do meditations and like, that's when I was like getting the crystals, I always sleep with crystals under me, under my pillow and stuff like that, right? I didn't see that image again though, till I saw the picture of the devil's Bible and it looks just like the being. Another version of this person that I saw at the side of my bed and I won't, and I literally won't even watch this movie anymore, Insidious, okay. There's a scene in Insidious where there's like a being that's right behind the child's head in one of the scenes. And I think it has, I think it might have red skin. I don't know. But whatever being that they made in Insidious, that's what fucking was at the side of my bed. And I, I seen Insidious one time, like I said, now I can't do that shit again. Oh my God. I love scary movies, but that one was too much. <laughs> so remember how all the dimensions are all stacked on top of each other and they're always moving. You are always essentially moving in and out of different dimensions. There are infinite dimensions both positive and then both the other side negative, the contra. So I was in a space in my life where I was needing to go to therapy. I'm with the witchy therapist. I'm obviously in an abusive relationship. I saw whatever the being was from the dimension that I was in. Cause I've never had another dream like that since. I mean, I got my shit together. I got my crystals around me <laughs> and all this stuff, right? But the next time someone with dark skin came to me, not next time, but like here comes another being comes to me as a beautiful black man. And he tells me his name and his name is basically translates, transfers over to what we know as the Lucifer, the devil. Okay, so here I'm visited twice essentially in my life by what, what I could say is the devil. Based on what dimension I'm in, I'm gonna see him a different way. I hope that makes sense to people. So say you are a high vibrational person and you go to sleep and an incubus comes to you. Granted, this person that came to me, no sexual energy <laughs> whatsoever. The Samuel, not at all. There was no, mm -mm. but the only reason I'm explaining this is because whenever we talk about demons and the devil, their skin is always black, like either jet black or just whoever described it to the people, to the town folks said that some black demon, right? Okay. Y'all, I hope y'all see where I'm going with this. I wonder though, if it has not just been easier to demonize what are these actual um, divine beings by their skin color, because that's, that's, the, that's the closest thing you can name it to, black. So here now, Samuel comes to me as a quote, black man. Granted, his skin was nowhere near dark jet black, right? coal black but like here I wake up from a dream and if I go tell people the dream a black man came to me okay so say I'm not actually a black person and I'm like in 250 AD right and something being in quote a man comes to me and I'm living in like 
who the fuck knows? I don't know. These European Isles, what pick an owl, right? <laughs> like British Isles, Irish Isles, Scottish Isles, one of those up there. Say, say I'm like one of the people in medieval times or whatever. And I wake up from my dreams and some man has come and like terrified me while I'm sleeping or whatever, right? If I'm not a black person, cause black people didn't exist, the, the term didn't exist yet. And I'm trying to go describe that to everyone else in the town and all everybody else in the town is lily white. The description I'm gonna give is skin close, like dark skin, black skin, even maybe, right? And that translates over time. If people from ancient times had even already started demonizing Cain, because like early Christians, it, no, it had to have been even before Christians. It would have had to be like in Hebrew time, like demonizing the line of Cain. They look different. They all have the same type of skin that's darker than I guess everyone else, right? I guess I'm just kind of trying to show like a timeline of how black skin, how it's been connected to demons and the devil. Now that we know that the devil is actually an angel that looks like what we would call an African-American man or an African man, then we can say that all the other demons that people have been seeing might actually just look like black people <laughs> when they appear. Now, if you're in a low dimension, maybe it's gonna look like the most terrifying version of that being. So the most terrifying version of Lucifer that I could see, his Contra. If I'm in a Contra realm when I'm experiencing him, I'm gonna see that thing on the Bible, the on the devil's Bible, whatever everybody else was seeing. But you can also just raise your vibration and then the next time you see him, he won't look like that. He'll look like Aaron Pierre. I think that was his name. The, the guy from fucking Britannia, he'll show up to you as a beautiful, dark-skinned man. I swear to God, I feel like this is what Mary, like Mary experienced this. Like she experienced a black, beautiful man appear to her. And then she gave birth to Jesus, who apparently was a, looked mixed of some sort. There is something to saying your prayers at night, crystals. It all just depends on what dimension you're in. What you're gonna experience, you are creating your own experience. So the more I started taking care of myself, the less I saw what I would call demonic things and the more I saw angelic things. When I say saw, like in my dreams, right? Or I'm experiencing more angelic things. These beings, when they come to people, they don't come to you necessarily to terrorize you or anything like that. It's just, it kind of is what is. But like some of these people and beings might actually be coming to sexually disempowered people to sexually empower them. If you're in a society or in a culture that is sexually empowered, then these things aren't scary to you because how many of us are actually scared about Edward coming into the room like with Bella? Like so many of us find that attractive in some strange fucking wounded way. <laughs> the writer of that, oh man. The writer of Twilight is hilarious to me. <laughs> Whatever's going on in that person, <laughs> crazy shit. But like the fact that so many people were attracted to the, the concept of a otherworldly being that is so powerful and ancient strong, all this shit. So many women were attracted by that. I'm sure there's a lot of men that are also attracted by that because this isn't only heterosexual shit. That concept, I think is actually part of human DNA, like it's like a DNA memory because so many humans have experienced both positive beings showing up in their bedroom, you know, and then both negative beings showing up in their bedroom. There are currently women who are experiencing, you know, like greys and shit coming into their room or reptilians, coming into their room and um, being sexual with them, but not in a positive way. And so many of those people have to go to therapy and all this stuff. The same way that we have humans who do 
good and bad things. We have otherworldly beings that can do good and bad things. The thing about otherworldly beings though is they have to come into your dimension to like give you the experience. So it's good for you to make sure that when they do come into you, that you're in a dimension that's positive. <laughs> We're all 3D, we go to sleep in the 4D. Say that the 4D has like almost an infinite level of dimensions within itself. Cause again, dimensions go from zero to infinity and then zero to negative infinity. When you're awake, you're walking through a bunch of different dimensions. Even though you're in the 3D, there's still dimensions to 3D. Same with 4D. So when you go to sleep, if you are in all these lower versions of these dimensions, then you will have night terrors. You will experience what you call demons or you know incubus and succubus. Now, child, say you are high vibrational, you got your crystals, you drink your tea. Now, I'm not saying you have to do all this to be high vibrational, but you're, you're living a, high, a, a healthy lifestyle. You are mentally and spiritually at a higher place for yourself, right? And say somebody comes to your room in a dream, but maybe now it's not gonna be, like maybe now it gives you what we call a wet dream. Like maybe it's a positive thing at that point. Like maybe some man or woman appears like with Mary and gives you a whole ass baby. There's women that have had like star babies. They have pregnancies that happen and then like the pregnancy goes away. Like there's these crazy things that have happened uh, with women and random otherworldly men showing up in their room to impregnate them. Y'all should Google this. So this, these, all these weird phenomenon happen all over modern time, but they also have happened in ancient history. Humans are going to continue to experience these otherworldly phenomena. Again, we've even built it into our art. So we're almost like desensitizing ourselves to otherworldly beings just showing up in women's rooms. I mean, yeah, Bella, I keep saying it, but Bella and Edward almost match Mary and the angel, Lucifer. <laughs> otherworldly sexy being just appears in your room. <laughs> so if you if this resonates for you in some way, then it could be helpful for the people who feel like they're maybe in that tribe of Lilith and um, Lucifer to start working with Lilith. You don't have to try to start working with Lucifer. I have not done, like I don't, I'm still working on accepting the Lucifer part. So I work with Samuel or I'll call him like Archangel Zafriel. And then, you know, he can decide which name he's gonna... <laughs> he's gonna come to me with after that or which version of himself people who have african dna who are also highly spiritual you may actually be descendant from something that's not the eve but that was something that came first and the only reason i'm saying that is because we know that the first woman the earliest human dna that we have is a black woman and lilith would have been a darker skinned black woman because it sounds like these anunnaki had dark skin is that why they're being demonized? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm realizing that there's so much in our like human history, literature, everything, the way that we look at evil people and good people by just like blanketing it, you know? It's always like, he had a black soul. <laughs> he had a black heart. It always uses this term black. And then here we now have a whole group of people who are called black, but yet historically the devil is always shown as this like dark, dark, dark black. Demons are shown jet black. Maybe this is a, a way for people with dark skin to feel empowered. You are literally made in the image of God, just a different God than what you might've thought. But women, you are also, if you fall under feeling like you come from Lilith, you are made in the image of Lilith. And what would Lilith have looked like? A gorgeous, beautiful black woman who can shapeshift, who's magical, who's sexually empowered, spiritually powerful. She also 
was made in her own mother's image. So Anunnaki women were extremely powerful. She was made like an Anunnaki woman. That's why it didn't work because she was too, too much for this like dumbed down version of an Anunnaki man that they made. So she is like, I fucking love little. Now the more I'm like talking about this, I'm so excited that like black women, we get to have an actual being that if we want to decide that's not a demon just because it's been demonized by other cultures, this, this woman was actually our mother, is our mother. Voodoo, voodoo, hoodoos, all of the people across the world who have African DNA and are also highly spiritual or gifted in some way. Yeah, like we get to say, we get to have a mother. That makes sense to us, right? Because I genuinely don't want to be from Eve because Eve don't sound like nobody I want to necessarily like. Like, I mean, she was made from the man. She was a genetically modified version of a man that was genetically modified himself. So it's like double dumbed down, it feels like. But she ended up coming across Lucifer who woke her up. So that's positive, right? For me personally, it feels, feels good that spirit is letting me know that I come from this magical being that was not actually human, that had serious power to her. So much so that all of her children got demonized for like ever and ever, amen. There's some, there's some extra shit going on y'all that I think we're ready as humans to start accepting, but these are just like examples that it's happening. You can protect yourself by living a high vibrational life, sleep with your crystals, protection, but humans should expect that we will continue to experience these otherworldly things happening. And the more we get connected as one world community, like internet, TV, I learned about these women who were visited by an incubus, but they didn't call it incubus because that's an old school term. It's also a religious term. They described it as like a reptilian because that's now we have terms for the different ones that can show up in your room, right? Reptilian shows up, so he obviously looks like a snake man, doesn't look like a beautiful black man, but a reptilian can show up, a Pleiadian can show up, you know? and be beautiful and these people they they treat you they don't always treat you positive but they don't always treat you negative either so it's it's really a coin toss maybe call on lilith to protect you all women who go to sleep at night start calling on lilith to protect you and she'll maybe protect you from an incubus coming to you and then maybe she'll send you somebody sexy to just give you a nice lovely dream and then you get to have that when you wake up <laughs> who knows all right i hope that was helpful i, hope, I think that's it <laughs>